0: There are two things parents hope to give their children, roots and wings. But it's often hard to know if the decisions we're making are the right ones, especially when the world is changing so quickly. Welcome to That's a Good Question, where you'll hear expert eye-opening advice, tips, strategies to help you uncover the answers. That's a Good Question is sponsored by Good Life Family Magazine a trusted resource for sandwich generation parents who are navigating the twists and turns of life sandwiched between their kids and their aging parents while trying to keep themselves sane in the process. Now your hosts, Cheryl Lily Pigeon and Michael Tinglin.
1: Hi, I'm Cheryl, and I'm here with my co-host, Michael. We're parents, and if you're like us, you've got a lot of questions So in this episode of That's a Good Question, we're going to talk to Deborah Dobbs, the executive director of the Counseling Place in Richardson. Um, And we're going to talk about mental health as it relates to us as parents. And I guess one of the things I think about um, as a parent, as how hard it is to take care of ourselves we 're so busy taking care of our kids, our aging parents, our friends, our community. It brings me to that analogy that we hear every time we fly: put your oxygen mask on first, and then assist those around you. But as a parent, that's sometimes really hard to do. so i 'm going to turn it over to Deborah and tell us a little bit about how we might take better care of ourselves. All right, I think that our children
2: and teens—they're going to feed off of us, really. So if we're if we're high, strong, and feeling anxious, they're they're going to sense that. When we're stressed, they can feel it. We we might want to pretend that we've really got it under cover, but they pick up on that. So you want to model the behavior you want to see, right? And so I think that you can. There are certain things you can do that it feels selfish, but when you're taking care of yourself you are teaching your children to take care of themselves too Excellent. so it you're it's leadership it's not selfish so and the other part of that is if you're not if you're if you're a basket case you can't take care of anyone. so the whole you know oxygen mask thing is you put your oxygen mask on and then you mm-hmm. put it on the kiddo otherwise you know you may not be there for that person so you can take better care of your family that way i think that one thing that we're not good at especially it's really hard to do right now is i would say like put yourself in time out you know that's
3: interesting (laughs) elaborate please on that putting yourself (laughs) in time out
2: you that's a great concept give yourself permission and a lot time to be i would say be alone and have some quiet now if you Mm -hmm. can put some meditation in there that's even better even 10 minutes a day you know there's I use an app I know there's a lot of apps out there so I don't know if I can throw out the app I use but I have an app and it has lots of meditations and it's 10 to 12 minutes a day and and we can do that we can put aside 10 to 12 minutes a day mm-hmm. with to for ourselves or maybe ideally longer than that So one of the things that I've had to start doing is I will tell my daughter, look, from one to two, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to have my door shut unless the house is on fire. Please do not interrupt me. Now, I have a teen. And so that's, you know, that's possible to do. If you've got toddlers, then you're going to have to coordinate with with the other parent or another adult that can give you some relief.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But that's but just to have some quiet time, I think that's really important. Carve out time it, longer time if possible and maybe it means you go to bed earlier. you say you're going to bed earlier. you know you have an earlier bedtime where you can read, watch a TV show you want to watch something uh, take advantage so, of nap times you know if you're so having-
3: I think that's um that's good but what about people? taking that quiet time, but essentially freaking out (laughs) because of everything that's going on. Like, you know, will they go into a state of anxiety? It'll be worse. Like, you know, the worry warts, they might not need a 15 minute block. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there because, you know, some of us are pretty neurotic.
2: (laughs) All right. So here's what I would encourage that if you have to set a timer, set a timer, (laughs) but focus on what you can control. Okay. okay. What that's do you good. have control over? And sometimes that may only be your breath. You may feel like everything mm-hmm. is out of control and you are just like in this tornado of activity and chaos and craziness. But you can always control your Well, just about always you can control your breath. And if that's all you've got, that's what you got. I also writing, taking pen, not on a computer, taking pen to paper It activates a different part of your brain. And so mm. if you can, again, I go back to gratitude. I always go back to gratitude. And, and this isn't pie in the sky stuff. This isn't silver lining. Well, at least I have this. Um, it, no, you, we still, we can always have something to be grateful for. And you can be experiencing grief and still, and still feel grateful without always looking at as well, a silver lining in every tragedy. But if you take pen to paper and doodle or, you know, in, write about what you're grateful for, One time I had such a hard time doing this that I had to, what I was grateful for was that I had control over my temper enough not to break something. Oh, wow. (laughs) And that's what I wrote.
3: But that's honest.
2: (laughs) And then, and then I wrote that, uh, and, and that I have a forgiving husband and, and then I could just, or it may just be that I had a cup of coffee this morning But then Mm -hmm. it's kind of like it'll start organically. The gratitude comes out and you can't it's really hard to feel anxiety. Some will say it's impossible to be angry and grateful at the same time. That's such a good Mm, point. That's great.
0: Hi, my name's Bill. I'm the producer of this and many other podcasts. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Now, obviously, as a producer, I'd like you to hire someone like me, but in this case, it gives a great platform to get you going quickly. Now download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you out there.
1: And it really brings me to the to the subject of just how to find, you know, how to really search for that gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're obviously navigating a, a lot of, you know, life experiences right now, some of which are very, very challenging, uh, including the separation from our own aging parents. So we're sandwich generation parents. We're navigating life with between our kids and our aging parents and, and you know, trying to figure out how to help them both uh, and while staying, you know, somewhat sane in the process for ourselves, which is why we're talking about taking care of ourselves. But for example, how do we help our our parents right now that may be isolated because of the coronavirus, and and we're not able to? They're not able to feel our our physical um, proximity, and we can't hug them. Can't in many cases even be be with them if they're um, in in a, um, nursing homes or assisted living type homes. So, any thoughts on how to how to you know help them find the gratitude, or help you know help us navigate? Um, this kind of situation. That's a hard one. There's a lot to consider
2: with our aging parents. One thing mm-hmm. that I notice is that our parents may be elderly, but they're not necessarily incompetent. Oh, for sure. And yeah. what I've seen uh, is this kind of an extreme reaction where, where you're like, you've got your sandwich generation, right? So you've got the adult with the aging parents and kind of taking over their lives and saying, no, you can't do this. And no, it's too dangerous. And maybe, you know, our our parents lived through a lot and let them decide. I, I've seen a lot of cases where uh, grandparents aren't seeing their grandkids and and they're suffering. Okay. And so I'm not sure that that isolation is beneficial. And, and if they want to have that face-to-face interaction, is it should we deprive it? I mean, everybody has to make their own decision on that. But I don't know how beneficial it is to take over their lives when they're capable of making decisions. And they're capable of taking... They, they can take the risk if they want to. If everybody agrees, then let them do it. If you If you're 90 years old... You might want to spend time with your grandbaby and instead of staying home and being isolated because there is nothing really you can do the video and they have trouble with the technology.
1: Yes, so for, sure. for sure. So you can try doing video. For sure do.
2: But even that isn't the same as in person, that voice and the human touch. Yeah, no, in mm-hmm. some cases, they, we just can't get
1: access to them. Right. For example, um, my mother's um, in a uh, facility um, f- following a surgery that she, we can't get, In to see her. But one thing that that I thought was just really terrific and to your point of gratitude is in the conversations we talk every day. But my brother said to her something really he shared his gratitude about her courage and, and that was so meaningful. I, I thought I hadn't thought of that. So he thanked her for being so courageous and, and for going through this alone. And he hopes he can do the same for his kids someday. And that really lifted her. So I think to that end, you know, I think about how we behave can truly impact our aging parents and our kids witnessing how we're behaving mm-hmm. uh, in a challenging environment like that.
2: And I think you can, you can get creative and... And send. I think gratitude, expressing gratitude towards a parent, is is so meaningful, and it's a it's Mm. an act of love. And I don't think we do it enough. I think that not until you have kids of your own do you realize how hard it it was to be a parent and what they put up with (laughs) with us. When uh, I remember uh, on a birthday, one of my parents' birthday, I just covered the card with thank you. And I remembered all these things they had done. Like my mom used to go start the car for me and I I was such a princess. She would go (laughs) start the car for me before school when it was cold and turn the heat on. And it was kind of, it was this old car. So it did take a while to heat up, but I thought that was, that was so nice. And so, I mean, I thanked her for that Mm -hmm. 20 years later, but I thanked her. And so I think that we can take time to reflect and maybe do some, you know, cr- be creative with sharing. Maybe it's you. Maybe you send a card a day. Maybe if they let you deliver food, if you know, you know, your mom's favorite soup is this. A friend of mine did that. Her her mother died in a hospital, by you know, without her, but she could send her favorite things mm-hmm. before that. So there's ways to get creative.
3: So um, we have to take a break real quick. Um, when we return, Deborah will give us some more tips on how we can take care of ourselves so we can better take care of our families in these trying times.
0: At Star Power, the safety of our customers and staff remain a top priority, and we'll continue to provide you the essential products and services you need to operate your home and business: home appliances, networking solutions and more. In order to ensure your safety and provide convenience, Star Power offers private showroom-to-car delivery or at-home delivery and in-home and virtual consultations with our experts. Visit GetStarPower.com to call, chat online, or request a quote.
3: Welcome back to That's a Good Question. Today, we're with Deborah Dobbs, Executive Director of the Counseling Place in Richardson, and we were talking about mental health and wellness for the parents so they can better take care of their family. Uh, Deborah was giving us some great tips on how we could better do that and so now um Deborah's going to give us some more in our second half.
2: All right, thank you. Uh, one thing that we as humans are are designed to do is to create. And so that's another thing that I think it's it's a a way that we can take care of ourselves during this time that's you might not you know read on every blog out there. And and by create I don't mean you've got to learn well, OK, what I did buy a banjo, I'm going to learn how to play the banjo. I still don't know how to play the banjo that you don't have to be like that, uh, but just make something, whether maybe it's a, making a birdhouse, hammer, nails, you know, create or paint to let's say it doesn't mean it has to be good. Just create something, a dream board. One of the things that um, I've recommended is a dream board that's five years from now, you know, maybe we'll be out of this five years from now, and so attain things that, you know you want to be doing. How do you like? How do you want your life to be five years from now? I mean, that's something where you can be creative. Uh, whether you're cutting, uh, pr- printing pictures off the internet, um, cutting out of magazines, you know, just it's just a way to be creative and without you know having anything critiqued, it's it's yours. Uh, that's something that as humans we want to do. The other thing that as that are natural for humans to do is to do things in synchrony. So it's hard to do that. That's like dancing or singing. And this, this might sound really silly, but you can set up like drum circles. Okay, let's, let's kind of go back to how, how this works. Are y'all familiar? Are you familiar with the, uh, I think it's a New Zealand rugby team. And before mm-hmm. the games, they do a haka.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen them do it. I've seen them perform it.
2: Okay, that is a great example of moving, doing something in synchrony. And it's intimidating <laughs> but but it's a solidarity. It builds solidarity. And we're just we're as humans, we're like meant to do that. That's part of our makeup. So if you can do that at home, it's with the younger kids it's easier because they don't get they're like that they don't get embarrassed, they're not self conscious, dancing together. You can do a make a drum circle with pots pans and it's not scripted somebody just starts and then somebody else comes in and you make music with household items you that's know fantastic you can,
3: that sounds like a big stress reliever
2: absolutely <laughs> you can paint to music you know everybody has a canvas and, and you paint to music and you're not painting anything in particular you just paint what you feel uh, yeah, those that's are very we cool do. try to do something you like it's hard with this, you know, getting the privacy and taking time. But if you, but I guess that kind of leads to don't lose your identity. And you know, you're you're a dad, you're a mom. You're I'm a mom. I'm also a lot more than that. You know, I I love to read. I love to write. I I have a novel I'm working on. I run a nonprofit agency. I have identity outside of being a mom. And I think that sometimes we. When I hear people say, I live for my child and I live through my child, that kind of makes me nervous because we're supposed to be raising our little humans to go away. So true. And then what? Yeah. So maybe if you have abandoned your identity or put it on pause, breathe a little life back into that. Because it's good for your kids to see that too. That that you are more than their, you know. Servant, <laughs> and you're more yeah. than their coach. You're, you have a life
1: too, and you and, have dreams too. And to that end, parenting really does evolve throughout their years. So when they're very young, it's just about making sure to keep them safe, oftentimes physically safe. But as it as things progress, that really changes quite a bit, and we have to be, you know, like you to your what you said, we're helping them learn to leave the nest, mm-hmm. and we're as a parent. Continuing to do everything for them, we're not protective of them, but if we overprotect or do too much for them, in some ways we're really taking from them. Like uh, now's a good time to, if they don't know how to do their laundry, now's a good time to learn,
2: mm-hmm. you know. They
3: don't know how to drive, now's a good time to learn.
1: Mm-hmm. These are all really good points, and this gives and, and also s- says to them, "Hey, I trust you to do this, right?" And yeah. it gives them confidence. They're building their confidence; yeah. they they can do it. Uh, we don't have to own that task, that and they're, job. It, they're being a part of a community, even though we are confined
2: right now. You're mm-hmm. you're still a part of a community, and it's maintaining a home, and they're learn and and they can contribute to that, and it it gives them, I believe, more value in, in the family unit in the in the household. And so I think that it's um, it's empowering for them and they're important. And I know you can do this and you're, you know, you're growing
1: up and you can have more responsibility. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. And I also love your idea to remember our identity as more than just a parent. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it, it is our joy in, in, in life. It is our most important job and our most meaningful job. But it, it's not the only job. And I think mm-hmm. that also helps uh, them learn that they're going to going to find their own identity and what they love to do outside of eventually uh, having a family and being a parent. So I think that's such a good point. And I think it helps them to see us embrace that, like that, that gives mm-hmm. them a good feeling about us. Hey, that, you know, like my mom's doing such and such, she's publishing a magazine and or he, whatever that is, mm-hmm. working the nonprofit or volunteering in the community. So I think that's very, very well said.
3: I think it also helps to kind of refocus, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It
3: gives you a little bit of introspection for the family unit because there's so much distraction, so much noise going on right now in the larger society that it helps to say, hey, look, like, can we get some, uh, can we not focus on that, but do something positive together? Right. You know, I think that to, to your point, that that cohesion uh, is really needed to help uh, deal with some of the stress.
2: Yeah. Turn off the news. Put the phones away. And, and you know, if you are able to, we were talking about, you know, your parents and grandparents. If, if you are able, if, if you're not on the same page with some of these issues, let's just not talk about those. Let's have those off the table. Let's just, let's just be together. Avoid things that, you know, are only going to cause stress.
3: Yeah. Like, we don't have to turn every day into a bad Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, to, to that end. All right, you're doing the best you can. And it's just not enough. You, you feel yourself not able to get, get enough oxygen. When do we know we need help from a professional? When do, when, when do we say, hey, you know, I, 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 don't have any, I, I don't have anyone to talk to about this that, that really understands what I'm going through. When do we know it, you know that, that we need to talk to somebody who's trained to uh, deal with these kinds of things? I think that if you're asking yourself that
2: question, then you know. And I think that uh, one of the things that we will uh, recommend is that after, if, if you're kind of stuck in a place for, it's not a great place, you know, emotionally for two weeks, then go ahead and reach out because it's normal to have the blues that happens. Uh, you may have, be, you know, we're grieving, we're, we, we're, kids especially, we're all suffering losses. I mean, you might have looked forward to your kid graduating and you didn't get to do that. Uh, so give yourself some space, but if our kind of general rule is if, if you're still feeling these symptoms after two weeks, don't, don't wait, go ahead and reach out. What are some of those symptoms, Deborah? Uh, just, and, it, and it's tricky because there's a lot if, before you we say, well, kind of feeling hopeless. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that feel hopeless right now and you feel helpless right now. And so I, so what I am doing right now in our current times, I, I recommend people get help if you're feeling anxiety at all, it's not you have nothing to lose by getting help. All you're going to do is is increase, you know, add more tools to your toolbox. Because what worked a year ago is not necessarily working for us now. And so mm-hmm. it's nice just to have an objective opinion. People aren't going to judge. You may just meet, you may talk to somebody just one or two sessions, and the and you get you get some tips and you implement them.
1: That's right. And like you said earlier, it's not a sign of of selfishness. It's a sign of leadership. And, yeah. and you know, we were willing to go out and get that the help we need. Um, I think yeah. it's that's so true.
3: Well, okay. thank you, Deborah, for joining us today and enlightening us with your sage advice. This was great. If the audience would like more information or would like to help and support those who need help with a donation, please go to the counselingplace.org. And we also have some great articles at goodlifefamilymag.com as well on these subjects. Um, Thank you so much for your advice. This has been great. Thanks for having me. We will probably continue this conversation in the future. I think this uh, will get a lot of feedback. And this, I think, is very timely. So we really want to thank you so much for your advice on this.
1: Well, I appreciate the invitation. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on That's a Good Question today. And if you have a question that you'd like us to address, please send that to goodlife.com. FamilyMag.com. Go on our website. You'll find our podcast and you'll find a place to submit your questions. In the meantime, we're so glad you were here with us today and we look forward to talking with you again soon.
0: We're living, we're learning, and we are here for you. Life is good. We're here to make it better. Got a question? we've got answers. Go to goodlifefamilymag.com and click That's a Good Question.